Welcome back to a bonus episode of Legit That Podcast. We, uh... What the fuck? I don't know. I was like, what? I don't know. Do your radio voice. I love it. Yeah. Whackity whack. Welcome back to Legit That. Ooh. Oh, wah. Do some soundboard shit. Oh, yeah. I don't have any... I don't have the soundboard. Joe is the soundboard right now. Yeah, piss. New York Patriot. We had him on... We were talking about magic, the OTO, Freemasonry, all kinds of stuff. We're going to do another show with him soon, hopefully, with uh, more of a topic on the Kabbalah and uh, you know ceremonial magic and all that shit, because it's very interesting to me. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. He is the... Hang on a second. <laughs> God damn it. Really? <laughs> NYPatriot1978 on Instagram, and then his show is the NYPatriot... Uh... I think that's it. He's going to email me or send me all of his links, though, so we'll put that in the show notes for the people that read the show notes, not like Jen. I love the show notes. I read them all the time. I only read the show notes for our show because you write it so funny. I don't read anyone else's show notes because they're boring. Well, the reason it's funny is because half the time I'm shit-faced by the time I I draw That's why they're so great. (laughs) So I'm just like, I don't know. Our show notes are short and sweet and to the point, and they're worth reading because Joe writes them usually drunk, and they're pretty funny. And I have to go back and edit them later and be like, oh, I forgot to put everything else. We need to do like a conglomerate of... Joe's show notes from over the past like year when we hit our anniversary of just just read them. I think people have just the ridiculous show notes. Yeah, <laughs> they're not also, that this ridiculous. Is completely unrelated. I uh, got miniature toothpick crossbows. What the fuck for? No fucking reason at all. They're keychains though, um, and they is, do it, shoot is one for me. And they came with toothpicks. As a matter of fact, is is one for me? Is that what you got too? So it can be. Okay. So it's on your keychain, and then do you put something on it that eventually goes in your mouth? Oh, you actually have targets. <laughs> oh, all right. You don't actually use them to pick your teeth. You use them to shoot. No, nope, you don't sure shoot don't. it right into um, your gums. I think that no, would be so great. So they come with these little packs of toothpicks, where um, the toothpicks themselves have these little tiny notches in the one side of them. I know you can't probably you can probably see a little bit of it right here. Um, and no, I can't. Flat. Nope. It's over Zoom. Anyway. I can't see shit. Wow. Yeah, you can't see shit. So ben, I, that's a next level nerd shit. How much was this? For both of them, it was like nine bucks. <laughs> I uh, would hope so. Was it Wish? <laughs> <laughs> no, close. Uh, they are on Wish. No, it was uh, <laughs> It was from the uh, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, site. And oh, right. That one. It, um, it, it no longer, it was a firm of China. And uh, you cannot actually find the one that I ordered uh, because it's from China. So, I'm huh. kind of glad that I didn't waste the nine dollars. But hey, no, you got. I think you least. already did. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> okay. well, thank, thank you for the update on your uh, keychains. Uh, if you, thank you. So we, uh, I think I said all right. Anyway, we did uh, this show on Instagram Live, and that it was fun. But you know, we I like doing it on Rockfin. It's more. Uh, I don't know. There's more people. It seems like. Yeah, I like Rockfin better anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to work. I don't better. know why I like Rockfin. I don't have anything to do with it. I just do this and then I'm done. So I don't know why I ro- like Rockfin better, but I agree with you. It seems like a good a good site. Uh, 
Robin's great, and our stream gets messed up regardless of what platform we're streaming on, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's just me. I, it's I've seen so you. I did have a question OB for you though. Wait, you OB guys, OBS. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you clearly figured out the whole bitrate thing, and you guys being uh, frozen for you know the two minutes and then two minutes and then two minutes thing. No, yeah, so, that fixed. Yeah, that. that's fixed. But what's up going so on with this much. whole hour OBS locking up? I don't know. It it locks up after an hour. It's like right on the dot. Like an hour in OBS, yeah. I can't adjust anything, and the sound starts getting scratchy from the guest. And I don't I don't know how to fix that. Like I don't know if then if there's anybody no. out there who knows how to work OBS and knows what this exact problem. Yeah, OBS ugh, is like sorry. our biggest problem. Its exact like problem it, is it goes click 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 after an hour. I, I, I got to find a different software or something. This is just free and I'm a, a cheap ass. Well, I was going to say, you could probably do a quick Google on it and, and see if there are cross references for other people having the same issue. And if they, Dude, what if, do you think I've been, what do you think I've been doing for the no, last six has. months? <laughs> I've just been Googling everything. And it, it's hard because there's a very specific set of things I'm working with. And it's different than everybody else because of my right, system. Right, right. You know, so it's hard to find the exact yeah. cause of shit. But, uh, Thanks to Gnome from Dead Trust for fixing my bitrate issue, which was a very simple fix I would have never even thought of. Uh, check those guys out. We're going to do a collab with them. I think I said that in the last show. Who knows? Did you say their show? Yeah, Dead Trust. Oh, yeah. Dead Trust podcast on YouTube. And I think they're they're actually doing a show like as we were, too. They're probably still going. Uh, but oh. they, they were doing a face reveal tonight with uh, <laughs> webcams because they got webcams. Face in. reveal. Oh, yeah. wow. We That's knew what funny. Dusty looked like, but I've never seen Gnome or Hammer, so. That's funny. Anyway, enjoy the show. Uh, right, check yeah. us out on Rockfin, Patreon, and uh, yeah, fuck off. We'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Our guest, <laughs> the, the New York Hello. Patriot, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you on the East Coast? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Uh. No, it's fine. I'm on the West Coast in California, so don't oh. feel too bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm hoping to get out of New York soon myself, actually. Yeah, where you want to go? Uh, maybe North Carolina, South Carolina. Hmm. Been to both. That's cool. <clears throat> Green, yeah, uh, yeah. Greenboro I mean, like, is amazing. Yeah. I actually know people there. Yeah. Oh, do you? That's cool. All yeah. right. Shows us live. Yay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> do I ben? sound good now? Oh, yeah. No, it sounds great. Yeah. I'm, I just okay. try to, to even both of us out because we've always had problems with sound from day one. So. Oh, yo, that's a pain in the ass sometimes. That'll be the so most aggravating I thing. I turned my volume down. I am literally at under a third volume. Well, you're, you're great, great on our end. All that matters is what OBS sees, so you're good. OBS is a fucking prick. Uh, especially after an hour. So I did, forgot to tell you that. We might get cut off. I don't know if there's a time limit on Instagram Lives, but we might get cut off at an hour or so. Yeah, there is. There's an hour limit. All right. Okay, well, let's cool. Get let's get going. All right. Yeah. I'll just do, I'm not going to do the intro. I'll add that into the audio later. But welcome to Legit Bat Live on Instagram. Uh, hello to everyone joining us, which is not that many people because not everybody has time to fucking watch live videos <laughs> oh, on their phone. <laughs> but uh, for anyone listening to the audio, we're going to try to do this a little more often, maybe on Sunday shows. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we just do what we want when we want, but we'll let you know if we're going to do it ahead of time as much as we can. But we're joined tonight by New York Patriot. Super, super incognito dude. Yeah, I can't even see him on my screen. <laughs> and you can't see him on uh, Instagram. But uh, And I don't know your real name, dude, but if you want to be uh, you know, anonymous, that's fine with me. I totally get it. Yeah, thank you. 
Do you for have now, any? For uh, now, I was gonna say, do you have any plans to reveal your face? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Um, I mean, I might eventually just for my own show, but it was something like with the occult rejects. It was kind of like uh, I, it would be weird if I did and Lux didn't. So it's kind of like a both of us would have to agree on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you both kind, you you both in agreement on that. Um, eventually, I think we will. Yeah. Sweet. So tell us a little bit about your show and how you got started. I'm always interested in that because we all kind of have different stories, but a lot of it starts the same, you know, with uh, either this last year with COVID or, you know, since you were 10 and you were thinking about aliens. So how'd you get into this weird, <laughs> this weird genre? Uh, well, I mean, that's funny. Cause like, as a kid, I always did believe in aliens, actually <laughs> always <laughs> believed in aliens and ghosts, but um, eventually I think like, you know, I was always open-minded to stuff. I would always thought that there was like something out there beyond our understanding or stuff we didn't see. But I think it was like around 2010 is when I really started like um, getting, you know, into conspiracy stuff. Yeah. And it pretty quickly for me, I mean, I had assumed uh, from a lot of the stuff that I came across, you know, that the secret society stuff was real and that uh, my opinion that the, that type of stuff did influence the world. So I did become very interested in that and occultism. And I guess probably studied it myself, you know, a little bit prior to uh, eventually joining the OTO. But um, at, oh, at one yeah. point, I, I forgot know. about that. Yeah, I want to hear more about that, but continue <laughs> with what you're saying. Yeah, I actually figured that was probably the most, one of the more important things you were thinking about. <laughs> um, so like eventually, I guess from uh, just going down rabbit holes, um, and like I said before, I really thought like there was something with occultism. There was something behind it. It definitely had an influence on the world. So eventually uh, I had just thought like a way to stay out of the matrix is maybe to realize or learn how it actually works. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm going to join one of these things and see what the fuck they're all about. <laughs> like what's really, you know, what's really going on with this stuff? Yeah. Is it legit? Is it real? You know, does stuff really happen? Is it what really people think it is? You know, so I, I found that there was an OTO uh, and it wasn't the first choice. Um, I probably would have went with the Golden Dawn like Lux did, but there oh, was none shit. around. So uh, I didn't know that was still I, around. I thought that was like an early 1900s thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're still around. Um, you know, who knows about the lineage and how, how legit they are, but they, they are one. There is you know, plenty of them around still. Crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much why uh, in my early 20s, I was I looked into getting into Masons because I'm like, what are these guys all about? Like, what what are they doing in there? Is it really are they drinking blood out of skulls or are they sacrificing goats? Like, I got to see this for myself. And it's not <laughs> at least at the local lodge level. It's really fucking boring. It's a bunch of old dudes that smell bad that want to get drunk and do their <laughs> old fucking ritual things. It's really, really not that exciting. They talk a lot about budgeting and like financing. That's and all it was <laughs> like the meetings would be like, do we have a quorum to approve this barbecue for the back? I'm like, this is fucking gay. Like, I did not join for this. I'm looking for the <laughs> looking for the human sacrifice and shit where's all that yo, yo one of my friends who was uh, in the oto with me and was a mason uh, also he said the, the only thing you'll find at the masons is old people and sandwiches and the sandwiches suck <laughs> yeah and the, the, i mean they were cool dudes like i don't have anything against them it was just it was not what i thought and i'm like this is retarded like when i first went to look on how to join you know how i joined i emailed the head guy and he was like oh yeah sure come on in i'm like what <laughs> that's it <laughs> I will tell you one thing, though, the same friend that I had, because um, I used to ask him questions about the Masons all the time, too, because I was like a little surprised that I didn't have as much uh, ceremonial magic in it as I thought it did. 
And he said once he got to a different degree, there was a plenty of stuff now that he would be able to talk about and do there that he was doing in the OTO. Yeah. You know, like prior, they would have thought he was crazy. Cause I remember he, he did like a, he did a, a class for the OTO, the lesser vanishing ritual of the pentagram. And I thought he did an amazing job. And I said, why can you do that at the Freemasons? And he's like, Oh, they think I'm crazy. Within a year, he did the same class now at the Masons because he went up in degrees and now there's different people. Huh. Yeah. So I did hear that. Like I, I only made it to like the third degree, which is like, suppose, you know, the local lodge level is the highest you can go and you can get up uh, different like branches of it. And, you know, you always hear about the 33rd degree and I, maybe at that point there's some wonky shit going on, but as far as like everybody <laughs> I met, there was, it was absolutely a uh, nothing burger. Like it was, oh, yeah, that's I was what so anybody... disappointed. <laughs> but um, yeah, so eventually I joined, I, I had looked up, uh, you know, I had always thought that Crowley, Alistair Crowley was a, uh, he was an occult genius, but he was also a degenerate. You know, he was a fucked up dude. But I knew that uh, I had believed that the guy actually knew about magic. He knew about occultism. Um, I trusted. Oops. Bless you. Thank you. I trusted that, that, that his stuff at least was probably on point, you know, so, and it seems very regimented. So I uh, had joined, I had looked into the OTO. And uh, there was one maybe a half hour away from me. And I went one day to an Ostic mass. And then you know, years later, I was still there, you know, not anymore. But, you know, I ended up uh, ended up staying for a while. What is OTO? So I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Ordo I... Templi Orientis. Isn't that the Crowley thing? The Alistair Crowley shit? Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. The Alistair Crowley. Uh, he took it over. The OTO was a, a German secret society started by two other people. But he took it over eventually. Um, he does have his own secret society, which is the Astrum Argentum, the AA. That was Crowley's own secret society. Huh. Yeah. And that actually connects to the Golden Dawn. Because when me and Lux started talking. That's I a real thing. On, yeah. I had him on my show because he was a Golden Dawn member. And is because in like in his paperwork and stuff that he had and links to sites that he used, um, it showed that they suggested the AA. And now those are two different secret societies. They, the Golden Dawn normally puts down Alistair Crowley, but then when you get up high enough, now you're telling people to join one of his orders too. So huh. we found a connection. So I had him on as a guest. And then eventually I was like, yo, would you ever want to start doing something together? And then that's how the occult reject started. That's so awesome. how long have you been doing that show then? Cause I know you have your show. <laughs> not then... long, man. Not, at all. not long at all. A couple of months, maybe four or five months. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe six the most. How do you how do you have time to do two different shows? Like, I feel like this one show. Is, yeah, uh, the one show that I have, like the NY Patriot. Since I've been doing stuff with Lux, I've really just had guests on that I thought like had stuff that was very you know good to have anyway. You know, at least on subjects that I thought were good and I would have liked to have covered. I'll just find people who who have and I'll just have them on. You know. Yeah, that's that's how, all we do. And yeah. it's funny how, I mean, how many people you run into that we all mutually know, like Janet or uh, yeah, yeah, dangerous. I don't know if you know the Dangerous World guys, but that's kind of I how was we... on. I was on with them. Uh, the that was the last show me and Lux was on before you guys. Oh, that's oh, right. Nice. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So, did you see any crazy shit when you're in the OTO? Anything weird? Do you have any crazy uh, stories? Oh yeah, all the people there are weird. I mean, for the most part. I mean, it are they weird. all there hoping for the same thing? See, now this is like a big thing with the OTO. Um, I mean, even the phrase, do what thou wilt, shall be the whole of the law, love is the law, love and the will. Um, 
it leaves things very open to like your own beliefs and interpretations. Like I was very big into Egyptian gods. There could be people there that are more into uh, even witchcraft or Wicca or uh, into, uh, you know, Sumerian gods or Babylonian gods or Norse gods. And we all come together though at the OTO, you know? So it's, you have a very, you have a lot of different belief systems. Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of how it was in Masons too, is, I mean, they don't, it always was kind of strange to me that they said that you don't have to be a certain religion. They very they stressed very much that it wasn't a religion, which I'm kind of thinking it is a little bit. But uh, they they let anybody in. Like we had a Muslim dude in there. We had uh, I don't know. There was a couple. There's some weird people, obviously, in there. But I mean, we all got along. That was the cool thing about it to me is that it was kind of a fraternity, and everybody could get along no matter what you believed or. But there was something kind of weird to it. Did the OTO have a lot of, like, symbology uh, studies, too? Because that's mostly what Mason shit is, is, like, studies and symbology. And I was in my early 20s, so I'm like, I don't fucking get any of this. I, well, it was way over my head at the time. See, this is, like, one of the weird things about the OTO. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming at some point when you get to a certain degree, they're going to – they'll know how much you know, I'm, I'm assuming by certain things maybe, but – they don't test you on shit, but I actually, and that actually blew my mind. I mean, the Golden Dawn does, but I mean, I know people there that really didn't know much of anything, and I wouldn't even say we're practicing really much of anything. It was already at like the third degree, so they've already done like four initiations. So, so like you have somebody at the third degree, which is actually pretty high for a lot of considering how many people are in the OTO that actually doesn't know anything. Huh? That's weird. like how how do you let that happen? So was it not that serious? I mean, was it just kind of like a Mason's thing where it was pretty boring and there was um, nothing really no, serious No, I mean, they, had, they, had, they have classes. They do mass, um, depending on how, if you have a lodge or if you have a, an oasis. I mean, there's, there's oasis, which is um, kind of like decent size. Lodges are the biggest. And then there's camps. You know, lodges are normally much more active. Like at the one that I had went to, there was probably something like every weekend, if not every other weekend. It was a class, a mass, uh, sometimes... They'll do things on uh, people in history. So there is a lot of things you can do, but for them, to, <laughs> for them to really know what you know, I mean, you could easily skate through there and just say some cool phrases every once in a while and <laughs> hang out for years. And you know what I'm saying? You definitely could. Yeah. They, do, do they have a like a hierarchy to it? Because the way I understood it Oh, yeah, it these is, things uh... are set up. They have a secretary, treasurer, the lodge master. I mean, they, they okay. have their... You know, all those things. I mean, it's a business, too. You have to think about it. People pay dues. They got to pay rent. They have right. all these things that they do, I guess, for whatever nonprofit bullshit they claim. Yeah. So, so, so I do have a question, though, because, like, all of the uh, moose lodges and elks lodges and all of that stuff, I've heard those virtually doing the same thing. Prohibition era started, so they had a legal way to drink and uh, kind of just get together and whatnot. Are you familiar with any of those those, you know, fraternity lodges? We actually just, uh, it's pretty funny. The last two episodes we put out were on the Moose Lodge. Oh, really? I don't know much <laughs> yeah. about it. I did my community service. I was thinking, I was like, the they Elk must Lodge. not actually look at my stuff because they realized I just put that out. <laughs> I don't, I don't. So I don't. <laughs> so <listen>. sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't listen to podcasts, just to be fair. I don't, oh, and ever, all of the guests that we've had on, I don't think I've heard one of their episodes. Yo, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I used to listen to podcasts 24 7. And ever since I started doing my own in the occult rejects, I hardly ever have time now. So I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's the problem is there's so many shows we listen to that I, I can't keep up on uh, all of them. No, I know, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, we covered the Loyal Order of the Moose. Now, in my opinion, I think most of these secret societies, uh, especially ones that are inner orders, I don't believe that, oh, it was just for prohibition to hang out and drink. I think they were all a cover or a shell for an agenda. For most okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I mean by the hierarchy, though, too, is that does it does it go above state level? Because the Masons don't. I mean, from what I've heard, it, the, the state lodge, the Grand Lodge is as high as it goes. And there's no like overarching like country lodge or world lodge, maybe unless you get to the 33rd degree or something. But they, the highest you go is the Grand Lodge of the state. And that's it. And that's why I I was kind of disappointed by that, too. I'm like, wait a minute. Doesn't this go back to, like, the Vatican or Egypt or something? No, it just ends in Sacramento, California. <laughs> I Seriously? Think you probably joined the, I think the Royal Ark one would have taken you possibly over to Europe. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, there's different ones. I mean, there's ones that were over there. There was ones that actually legit started here, and there's ones that might have started here because of over there. They have a bunch of different types. So many different versions of the Masons and inner orders. It's ridiculous. The loyal order of the moose technically is part of the Masons. So here's my question. Oh, since since we're talking about these different fraternities or secret societies or what have you, they all seem to operate almost identically. The treasurer, um, they wear the necklace things. They do their little get-togethers. And like Joe said, they talk about these different things. And I know nothing about any of these. But they all seem to have virtually the same theme. Now, if they're not directly connected why would they all have a different agenda or are they all directly connected? Uh, I don't, I would say like, uh, I don't think the, the Masons and the OTO really have much of a connection. I mean, they could, um, they might have influences. I'll sure. put it that way, but actually yeah. sharing, sharing an agenda together. I don't know about that, but I, I can tell you from the work that me and Lux have done on the, the occult rejects, um, the Shriners, the Jesters, the order of Quetzalcoatl, and as far as I know now, I think the loyal order of the moose, all, all of those together, all um, are working parts of a bigger machine. Okay. And what about, um, what about, uh, I, and again, I apologize if I'm way off here, but what about like the skull and bones? Does that kind of fit in with any of these secret societies? Oh yeah. They, well, they're one of them too, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I, I couldn't really tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're probably heavily influenced in politics. Um, I, I couldn't tell you, to be totally honest. I really never dug into them that, that much. I just know that it, we have really, had presidents that yeah. had formerly been. Oh, in it, so. sure, for sure. Yeah, we've had presidents that were Shriners, too. Well, and they were talking about uh, the group that they used to have just outside of San Francisco where people used to get together every year. I don't remember what it was called, but... Uh, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, that's what it is, yeah. They played a prey to that uh, wooden owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, yeah, the you know, it's been the lore and movies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, but I definitely think the Masons have a bunch of different inner orders that are all like uh, have their own um, working parts. Some are just like maybe henchmen. Some people might be, uh, you know, there was some that we that we went into that we found had predom was predominantly a lot of people in law enforcement, taxes, uh, judges, and shit like that. So you can see how like um the jesters might have been like people doing like fucked up shit but they also had the people in there to make sure people didn't get in yes trouble. that was i noticed that too because when i did my last community service day at the uh Elks lodge the last day was us setting up and taking care of an event for a back of blue and uh from what i heard from the bartender is that quite a few of them were 
parts part of the elks lodge yeah um, sure. i wouldn't be surprised at that at all but there's yeah. a lot of a lot of dudes in the masons too that were also moose or elk and they i have the feeling that a lot of them had zero idea about any like conspiracies around it like right. they were right. old dudes that that like i said they just want to get together and eat shitty sandwiches and drink so they'd get together and the moose lodge was the same thing they had nothing else going on they're retired so they do they have lodge at all these different places different days of the week and have absolutely no idea you know the theories that go on behind this stuff I think that's probably a good majority of them, yeah. Do you yeah. think that's part of it, though, why they let everybody in? So they let everybody in, and then they kind of weed out who gets to know the serious information and who can rise to the top. Yeah. And then, But then they have to let everyone in, because if they don't, then it looks extra secret, right. and it's super suspect, right. and it would you know, cause alarm to people. So That makes sense, actually. Yeah, when, when we covered the Shriners, the Jesters, and the... Yeah, it was the Shriners and the Jesters, and then Quatsicola, really. Uh, the Shriners was an in order of the Masons, or it still is. And you used to have to be a 33rd degree Mason in order to become one. Now you can be a third degree Master Mason. Uh, yeah. After that, they'll let you in. But then now there's the Jesters in the Quetzalcoatl. You can only be invited. Yeah, that's an invite only. So now, like those, they're just going to pick and choose whoever's going to fit their agenda or who they need at that point yeah it makes sense as kind of like a weeding out thing and i definitely yeah, got, the weed, got weeded out just as were a lot of cops that we came across a lot of uh, uh people uh in uh, law attorneys and judges yeah we were investigating them so that, that just shows to me i think that you know, they're picking those people because they're, you know, can help them out. That that was my idea with the whole thing is that it, I don't think as an organization, like if somebody's a Mason or someone's in the OTO or any of these things, I don't think that automatically makes them part of like some grand conspiracy or anything. I think that people that are in, you know, actually the cabal, whatever you want to call it, are actually picking people from these. Uh, oh, you, I mean, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, you yeah, to go back to the OTO. Uh, like I was talking about before, and well, and, and I'll get back to the question that, that you asked about if you know if I ever saw anything crazy. Uh, I mean, even with the OTO, uh, just from knowing how some of the people there are personally and getting to know them, um, there's no way that they could actually really know much of anything or have experienced any actual real magic. Uh, and then this is one of the reasons why I even decided to leave, among uh, you know plenty of them. Um, there is definitely a hierarchy of people. Uh, of knowledge at least. And of, uh, I think one of the things that they do is that they breed people that they can use and manipulate. Um, it's also, in my opinion, a, a left, at least the place that I went to or the couple places I've been to, they're all, in my opinion, basically leftist breeding grounds. Ooh. And if, and, I, and I'm not, and I don't mean to get into <laughs> politics with this, but I'm going to say this from my honest opinion. No, magic. go for it. That's okay. And that is magic, magic with a K. In my honest opinion, you cannot be of that ideology. You cannot have a leftist uh, ideology at all. You will never, ever know what real magic is if you live in the left side of your brain. If you're stuck into emotions and labels, you will never know what real magic is. You'll never experience it. But what do you think? So, what do you think the real magic is? Just from people we've talked to, it seems to be a, you know, intent-based. You know, it's not so much about the candles or the incense. It's more about what you're, how you're directing your mental energy. Uh, you know? I would say, um, 
when you really know what you're doing. Yeah. The candles and the incense may not be as important or not for the same reasons you used to think it was, but it can, it can be something I will tell you right now, when I had the most wildest experiences and some of the things that made me stop was just for me meditating in a chair. Yeah. You know, I might've had it maybe an incense just to make the room smell good. And I had a candle a couple of feet away from me, but like, Maybe one or two of the times I might have done a banishing ritual and then sat down and meditated, but I had a couple of really fucking insane experiences where I was just like trying to just meditate a ground, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, so you all that fancy stuff, it can be there for a reason. Um, it's my memory, bring back old memories, uh, you know, yeah, just, it's like a guide. It's like something to help yes, guide yes. the way to help prompt you, but you don't it need it. It's just you. Helpful. So you put it there right. and it links your mental thing of thinking yeah. of that. And then when you don't need it anymore, you don't need it anymore. And that's fine. Exactly. Once you start being able to meditate well and actually really be able to sit there and kind of quiet all the voices in your head, you're not going to need 10 things in front of you to help you think about what you're doing. You're going to be able to think about it clearer. So you don't need all that shit at some point. Yeah. You can almost slip into a meditation at any point. That's like kind of the uh, uh, Gandhi type of way where he could probably just like flick a switch in his brain. He's automatically meditating. And all those material things are like the opposite of what meditation's all about too. It's like about leaving your body, leaving all the material behind, including your own meat sack that you're in. So I can't well, see that. That's the stuff. Now that, that right there, what you're saying is magic with a K. Yeah. That is legit. What magic is. It's not all this stupid foo foo fluffy shit. People think it is. It is legit. You are leaving your body in the spirit. Most people don't understand that. And if they even experience that by accident, they probably lose their mind. <laughs> yeah, but that's where we're meant you're to not be. Gonna understand I mean, what the fuck just happened? But we're trapped in here now. I mean, we yeah. kind of are all on that same page where we're like, this isn't everything. Like this body, our lives, our oh. I've heard uh, just going to the grocery store, going to work every day. It's so pointless because there's something way beyond what's happening and all of that oh, I totally understand what you're saying, material yeah. shit. That's my is favorite pointless. Joe Rogan thing. He's like, we're spinning on a ball <laughs> through space and hurtling through you know by these stars, and someone's like, I can't believe Karen didn't call me yesterday. Like, who? I got over. Charge for my coffee. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> I can see him say that. <laughs> no, but for real, that's 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 really it's true. Uh, it's real talk magic's right real. There. Magic's how we're gonna break out of the matrix. Like, there's some that's sort of code that we need to that's find. The only way. Yeah, it's the only way to break out of the matrix is to leave the flesh. And 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 honestly, <laughs> believe it or not, that's like some of the most serious secrets of secrets in occultism. Is, yeah. is, is, is that actually is coming out and actually admitting that you can leave your body and spirit. And that's the only way you're going to get out of the matrix. You know, I was just talking the about even believes in the dome. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. And that, and that's the whole reason you have to leave the matrix and spirit is to be able to get through the dome. Huh. Oh, but can you get back? Yeah. You might feel like shit when you come back. That was one of the reasons why I stopped, because once I started going out, I guess too far or wherever I was going, when I started coming back, I literally felt like I had like the pressure of fucking the, the pressure of the moon on me. Can something. you tell like, can you tell us about your experiences? Do you want to? You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I will go back and say that at least uh once or twice in the OTO, I had felt like that something that was uh being done there might have actually been real. You had asked that, and I just wanted to at least answer that. In my opinion, most of the magic, real magic is done at home, but there was a few times when there might have been specific rituals or a class that was being done by a, 
somebody that I had personally known that really knew their stuff. I do believe I had felt something and that there was something there for sure. Huh. You know? Yeah. But, like you uh, were involuntarily a part of it. Uh, no, I mean, they would never they, believe it. You know, they normally, unless uh, it is being done by like people who really all know what they're doing, they're not going to even really let you do anything there that could be harmful. Oh, gotcha. So, like, I think one of the classes was a, a girl was making a sun talisman, a solar talisman. And uh, she actually went and did all the rituals. And I was impressed because, like, she even did, like, it, like, textbook. I was blown away. Um, every ritual, the, the lesser banishing ritual, the pentagram, then she banished all the planets. And then she strictly just invoked the sun and invoked the sun's energies into that, that temple. And I do believe I felt something at that point. Huh. weird it was awesome. something that yeah yeah but uh it's hard to put, one of the things that's hard to put into words though too because it's so yeah, for, it foreign really to most of us oh uh, from my own experiences i mean i used to do like a lot of uh I used to work with like the same pretty much the same gods or uh, angels i never really got into anything uh, i never got into demons never got into anything uh that's probably for the better. Anything. Yeah, you know, I never really dealt with anything bad or I would even say like most of the time when I, you know, and, and this is goes a lot for magicians. Um, you know, for a magician, the whole thing is like trying to actually become, you're supposed to be becoming a better person. You're supposed to be coming closer to God, having more understanding a relationship with God. It really isn't to become like a piece of shit. I don't understand. Like, I mean, I could see how that happens once you know how to use real magic. But yeah, because we're human, it goes to your head, and yeah. you get egotistical, yeah. and you're it's like, like a power trip. Yeah, it's like when people get super rich and they're humble before, but then they're like, yeah. "Oh, I can drink kids' blood now. Fuck it, I am bored." No, and and I'll even admit, <laughs> so powerful. Um, you know, I always say it myself, and not to make me sound like a pussy or anything. That was one of the reasons why I stopped too, because I had realized at one point I said uh, I could really take this to like to some like really service the self, left-handed bullshit. You know, really well, easy. I caught that in myself and I was like, I just don't think I'm someone to play with this. See, and that's what makes, that's what makes you not. Yeah. There's, there's exactly. a wall where you can't go yeah. up higher in that organization and become Bill Gates because you have that human nature in you where you're right. like, wait a minute. Uh, Bill Gates does not. And I'm not just talking, not just him, not to pick on Bill Gates, but also Fauci <laughs> and Biden, you know, all those guys. Oh, but Biden they, for sure. I'm telling yeah. you straight up that mofo practices magic. Straight up. As is dumb that as how he he's still alive? If he's as human. Dumb as he acts and as fucked up as he looks, that is all, all because of him abusing it. It's frying his brain out. But I'm <sighs> telling you, that dude says he has said some dumb shit. But if you know what he's saying in occultism, you're like, wow, he's like not that fucking trillion dollars. The whispering into the mic and shit. About, he was doing these things with the sunglasses with Obama. And uh, he, he was like putting them on and then he takes them off and puts on another pair. And Obama's like, Joe, those are the same glasses. And like, oh, oh, oh so stupid. <laughs> and then he says some slick shit that most, most people probably think is even, even more retarded. He says, but you can see different moons with these glasses. What the Now fuck? I know exactly what the fuck he's meaning, but you guys would think he's just fucking retarded. Yeah, you're absolutely correct on that. <laughs> yeah, so what, what does that mean? No, I, mean well, I just think that sounds crazy. I think a lot of reasons why they wear sunglasses is going to sound silly is because from my experience from coming back from the abyss, once you leave, your eyesight is fucked up. It's almost practically pixelated for a little bit. And the sun does hurt your fucking eyes. Huh? huh. 
<laughs> Jinx. So if you put on the sunglasses and then like there was just different things. I mean, if I would take it would take a lot of back explaining, I guess like a lot of background explaining. And it would just take a, a while to explain the, what I thought he was getting at. But he definitely said that for a fucking reason. It's not he was not being stupid. Hey, if you want to try, go for it, dude. I'm, I've never heard this before. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah you can either. back explain. We're not going to be bored by it unless you just no. don't specifically want to tell the story. But you're we not going to. You're not going to out weird right. us. It's just, it's, and the thing is, it just it sounds like like when I had that experience when I crossing over. It, it, it was just like the sky, and just just like certain things just didn't look the same anymore and didn't look right. You know, because like cause this just starts making it sound crazy. Like there was times when I came back. And things looked like um, light was basically shooting up out of the ground and turning into whatever it was supposed to be. Oh, shit. You know? It sounds like you might have done acid. It's like buddy. hologram shit. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and then that's when you're starting to realize, like, okay, Everything maybe this is really, no, that maybe this is really what I'm living in. Because yeah. when you start seeing it happen quite often, you're like, well, that would make the most sense. Ugh. But um, yeah, I would just say, like, the sky doesn't kind of look the same. Um, coming back, I mean, it almost gets like sci-fi or, fan or fantastical or some wild shit. But like, there's been times when like, I'm, I'm sure that I've left and I've gone to like, you can almost say like, you feel like you're in outer space and you're kind of like almost looking back, like of like heading home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. And just things just don't look the same. And like, you just see other things. So when he said like, you could see different moons. I mean, to me, I think... Is that a reference to him being a fucking reptilian? Like he, he's well, like just kind of glitching out. The whole moon. It would go into the moon matrix, kind of. Like in my opinion, through ceremonial magic, my, what I think the moon is, is uh, keeping us in some sort of matrix. There's a, we've been talking about sense. space a lot lately, and uh, the moon's pretty fucked up. We don't think the moon is what people say it is. We're gonna have a you don't sound crazy. Crow triple seven. <laughs> I think I told you that we're gonna have crow on uh, next Monday. Not this month, next Monday. And uh, I, I want to talk to him about space a lot because there's so many theories about the moon and whether it's an, an actual physical object or if it's more of a hologram. And I mean, I, hopefully he can get into that more with, with us because yeah, that's never-ending interest to me. There's different types of moon. There's blood moons. You know, there's all different mm -hmm. types of moons too. Like in, in, like in witchcraft or magic, you might want to do something at a specific time of the year because of that type of moon, you know? Oh, yeah. And, oh, like, and even like charging crystals and stuff that like there's a certain time that you do that and a certain moon does certain things to certain rocks or whatever, which all yeah. sounds like the hokiest shit ever until you get into these. You, you start reading these weird books and you're like, they might be onto something a little bit like just maybe a little bit. <laughs> but they get back to the different moons. I mean, it had something to do with kind of like there's different moons for different things and. When it gets into the moon matrix, uh, the, the whole thing with like different moons kind of makes a little bit more sense to me too. Well, I do have a question. No, and then like and then the glasses could be polarized too, which then makes your vision look a little funny. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. But I, I do believe he meant to, he meant to say that on purpose. You know. I do have a question for you on that because I am one hundred percent out of my element with this, as I usually am. Uh, what do you mean by the moon matrix? Okay. Basically, to, <laughs> I'm going to try to make this, I guess, sound the easiest possible. I know, I'm completely and, 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 to, and, to make, and, to, and to explain it, why I think it would be uh, the moon matrix. Uh, 
the sun in occultism is looked at as pure uh, balance, beauty. Everything is at its perfect state. That is where magicians are supposed to aspire to would be the sun. And the funny thing is a thing that would be associated with the sun would be Jesus Christ. So now right. if, you're, if you're an actual magician, you really even should be shitting on that dude. Cause that's the type of person you're supposed to be aspiring to. Right. So I think, I don't understand how that gets all fucked up, but that does. It's God's um, son, the son of God. Yeah. 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 So, you know um, now people would also say that maybe we're, you know, all we are is just light technically, you know, a vibrational sound. Um, we right. could actually just be some sort of, shot of light or sound coming from something that we call the sun and the moon is using magnetism to bend that light and shoot it down into this whatever fucking thing we're on now yeah okay it's this hologram oh uh, like, it hijacks the, the light it hijacks the sound and puts us into a prison on this thing they call planet earth got it Okay. Corey in the chat says, I think convincing us that it sounds like bullshit, I think referring to magic, is the scheme. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, totally. Because most that's people think it's other bullshit, be- hokey stuff. So, I mean, maybe that is part of the, the plan, you know? Well, I, w- I will even say, even while I was in the OTO, uh, they didn't, a lot of people there, like, didn't believe that this shit was really as intense as it could be. They didn't think, like, a lot of them weren't even conspiracy theorists. They were like, no, you know, people running the world aren't into this shit. Like, they'd laugh at that idea, you know? Yeah. And they were very, um, you know, when you get into, like, the whole fluff of it, that really kind of makes you retarded to the whole actual (laughs) knowledge. I hate to say, I don't know. It dumbs you down. That stuff will actually dumb you down more, and you'll never really learn what real magic is. Yeah, it makes sense. But. I don't think anybody really knows what real magic is. If they are, they're not saying shit because they know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. The actual masters of the craft probably are the ones that are the quietest. It's these idiots out there with uh, black makeup and uh, fingernail polish that are like, oh, I do magic, bro. Like, no, I, I don't believe you, know, you. And that's exactly what I think the OTO did. I think they uh, groomed people for that type of stuff. I mean, huh. going up, going up through the degrees. There's things that you would have to do that, in my opinion, you would have to be some sort of sheep for the OTO to even agree to. Like the fifth degree, I can say for females, I've never seen it done to a male, but I've seen uh, females that after the fifth degree, they have a uh, cross carved into their chest. Oh, wow. Um, Whoa. That's that's fucking crazy. Seventh or eighth degree, you will uh, have to sign over your property. So now at that point, I consider that a cult. That's a Scientology, okay, isn't it? Okay, that's a cult for sure. Good job getting out. That's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, like, I, I already knew, um, you know, and at, at one de- at, a, at a specific degree, they start telling you um, certain things that will need to be done for you to go any higher. Um, you can't. Right. You can only go up to the fourth on your own. You can you can petition and, and ask to go up to the fourth degree whenever you're available. Like, there's certain time lengths between like the first and the second, the second and third, third and the fourth. If you've been like a third degree for a year and you're eligible now to ask for the fourth, you get two people to sign a piece of paper. And then if they do, you'll get into the next initiation probably. But after that, you have to be asked to go any farther. Yeah, that's such so my opinion. Sure. Now, now, now they have, they know who the little fucking sheep are. Right. And then they can choose who they want to bring up for what reason, you know, or, or it could be even like this dude really knows what the fuck he's doing. Maybe we could try to get him to do something, you know, 
you know, for us or just use his ability, you know, who knows, but I do believe that they purposely uh, make people of the leftist ideology to uh, manipulate them and use them. Well, it makes sense. I mean, people with the right leaning are not going to be into this shit anyway. Like just from my oh, experience. No, no, there was all, there was a few there. there was oh, a few really? There. Yeah. I mean, there were the only ones I hung out with. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it, it, we were definitely outnumbered. I'll tell you that much. We were definitely outnumbered, but I will tell you by far, the ones on the right side or had more of the, you know, that, that side of the road with politics were by far much better magicians than the other ones. Huh? Probably because they were and way they, more open-minded. And they all had very good jobs. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the OTO, there was doctors, lawyers, teachers, people involved oh. in immigration. Um, I See, mean, now you're making me want to go I, I will infiltrate. Say there was, have you ever heard of Leo Zagami? Uh, very familiar. What refresh? He, he was a whistleblower. They, I mean, the dude, he might, some of his stuff might be legit. He, I think he was from Italy. The guy seems like he's out of his mind. Um, but he, he claims to have been in all these orders and he has claimed to be in the OTO and he was going to release a book, um, exposing, I think a lot of, uh, the initiations and some of the stuff that goes on there. And, uh, a lawyer from the OTO that I do know exists, um, actually stopped his book from being released. Oh, yikes. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because there was stuff in there that he wasn't supposed to Because he didn't want the information to get out. Sounds yep. like uh, some censorship. Yeah. Sounds like what's been going <laughs> Sounds on Sounds suspect. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just carving into anyone is cult shit. Like, you don't do that. That's fucking crazy. You John don't sign Wood. over your property to someone else. You get yeah. that property yeah, and you're like proud of it like a normal person. <laughs> like I was even saying at one point, like I had even realized when they started reading off, like what was entailed for you to move up. I had already, I realized right then and there, there was only to a certain degree I was ever going to go to anyway. So I knew uh, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't something for me to be permanent. Right. I, knew, I knew that right off the bat. Do you think they have any kind of power? Like if you, when you got out, do you think they would ever like, I'm not, nothing too crazy, but do you think they could ever influence your life in a negative way subtly um, because you're not in there anymore? Or would they? Yeah. I don't know. Um, tell you the truth, most of them, if they even notice I didn't go back anymore, the one I would say 90% of them probably be happy I didn't. <laughs> so uh, Why do you I say that? It. Why well, do you say that? <laughs> I think, uh, well, because they knew I wasn't like like the rest of them. I hate to you say You weren't it. sold on it? No, well, that was, you know, that that's a whole other thing, too. I'll even say the whole time I was in the OTO, I was never like this this dude that was like drooling over Crowley, you know? You got people in there that, like, they can't even write a ritual without using his fucking shit. Like, they have that's no... It, it's got to be word for word, Crowley. You know, like, come on, dude. Write your own fucking shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, just just the fact, uh, I mean, I've heard I was never about like Crowley, that. like, that you shouldn't want to do anything that dude did. He was a fucked up dude. Well, the whole of the OTO is based on all of his stuff. So it's like, yeah, but for me, but for me, the only reason I had went is, well, one, I was under the illusion that you actually got taught and actually uh, tested. I did believe that prior to joining. Yeah. So when I found that out, I was just like, kind of like, eh. but I was like, you know what? I'm around people. They seem like some of them seem like they know what they're doing. I can at least come here and, and get ideas and experience from people and. Uh, I stayed for that. And, you know, I did kind of get into the Gnostic mask. It seemed all right for a little bit. And uh, so I did that for a while, too. So it was different reasons that kept me there, but it was really never for like the people, actually. Yeah. Or or because I was a huge fan of Crowley, because like I said, I, I knew he was a fucked up dude. It's just I figured that 
that society uh, had some knowledge. Of that, that's that's basically the same reason I looked into the Mason stuff because I'm like, there, there's something to it. Like it's been around long enough, and there's enough you know conspiracy theories behind it. And that's what's funny is I got involved with it because of conspiracy theories, not because of I was like, oh, let's see what these guys are up to. They look like a jolly bunch of fucking folks. I was like, no, I'm going to infiltrate these dudes and see what's going on, see who they're sacrificing, where all these kids are going to. And it was none of that. It was so disappointing. But, you know. Is that how you learned to to do the meditation and leaving your body? Is that through OTO? Uh, or were you doing it before then? No, 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 no. Um, no, that was after the after I was in the OTA. Okay. Um, you know, that might have been something that if I might have practiced, I could have left the OTO and probably still had that experience. I'll put it that way. You know, it sounds maybe like you I like learned as much as you needed and left. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. You know, and then this is another thing, too, why I left. Um, one, they, they bowed to COVID right away. You know, oh. They shut down everything. And I thought that was some real pussy shit, whatever. That's very leftist. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. And then um, so they started doing Zooms. Now, at this point, I had already kind of like was not going back for myself. I knew I was just not going to go back to the lodge even when it opened up. Yeah. You know, and I had it in my head. Well, maybe I might be moving. So maybe I'll check out the one there. I don't think I was really going to anyway, but I was just telling myself that. But so I went on some of these Zooms thing, these Zoom meetings, and they had one for the George Floyd thing. And I was like, yeah. It was like dedicated I, to that, I, that I, whole I, thing. I, I got to. I got to <laughs> hear what this shit is all about. <laughs> I would have too. I get it. Right now. And this is going to sound so fucked up. But whatever happened to that man didn't stop me from fucking eating, working, shitting, fucking my wife, anything. Right. And it shouldn't have. So now, why am I giving up my will? Because that's the real big thing with magic, mm -hmm. learning what your will is. Why am I going to toss my will to the curb to some fucking dude that has nothing to do with me? Yep. No reason. Which, no now, offense. you have to have a kumbaya about this shit. Come on. Well, which, no offense. Crazy. You don't for, you don't for anybody else who, who dies similarly, but it gets blasted all over the TV and suddenly you're supposed to? No. Exactly. You have a very good point. It happens all the time. But, you know, that one fit a scenario that really had an, a, a good reason for agenda behind it. And two months later. Yeah. But during the Zoom, they started going on about it, uh, you know, asking how do people feel? Are they okay? And I was just like, yo, this this is insane. Like, this are is not what okay? magicians are supposed to be. Like, the magicians are supposed to be balanced individuals. They're not yes. supposed to be triggered. They're not supposed to be little leftists. Right. And then at one point, one of the dudes there that was higher up and was actually a fucking lawyer started promoting Antifa. And I was like, <sighs> yo. Oh, and that drew the line for me. Wow. It wasn't I mean, the carving was in the like chest? No. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said it wasn't the carving in the chest. That didn't draw the line. Oh, well, I knew I was never going to do that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's crazy. That's because like real magic is like leaving your body and like knowing that the things that happen on this earth are, you have to be able to see past that's all true. of that and see through yeah. it all. There was a lot of people there that had all these different fucking adjectives, pronouns, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. This place was filled with people like that. And, and, and I'm not putting people down, God forbid them, with mental illnesses. There was a lot of people there like that, too. 
And that is, huh. you know, yeah. you will, those people will catch these ideas and run with them. And it's, you know, they, they, they don't know any better. So it just makes people like that. This type of shit can really make people like that even more off. So yeah. you have, you have a lot of people there like that. And you were never once going to know what real magic is when you, you, you it's like you're putting on horse blinders and staring mm -hmm. at the 1% that you think you are. And then you're putting these chains on your wrists and shackling yourself to the ground. You, you don't look like Eddie from fucking Iron Maiden, Peace of Mind album. You know, <laughs> in a straight jacket, shackled to the ground. You're never going to go anywhere, dude. Because you have changed yourself to all these labels and all these ideologies to this earth and you were never going anywhere. Why do you want your lodge filled with people like that? There has to be a reason. Yeah, that's right. crazy. To be surrounded by people like that I, would be uh, just not intimidating, but just annoying, I guess. I would be like, Ugh, I don't I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say how I feel ever. So I should probably just go. Bye. So did you have in the OTO, was there a lot of the same symbology? Because one of the things that drives me crazy with... Uh, a lot of these, a uh, lot tr truthers like Isaac Weishaupt, I love the dude, but he's always saying, oh, look at this Freemasonic, you know, uh, symbology in this. It's the, the checkerboard floor. It's the whatever you want to talk oh, about. And everything that, has a fucking reason. I will tell you that is the stupidest it sounds and it is annoying it might be. I'm telling you, almost everything has a reason and multiple reasons. Why I, I No, I believe that. But what I'm saying is I don't think that uh, the Masons are or OTO or whoever, whoever's using it. I don't think they're the ones that came up with that. I think they're janking oh, no, shit no, from, no, no. you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we have these symbols. We know what we're doing with them. And I think half the time they fucking don't. No, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. I mean, there might've been maybe something, some things that maybe Crowley came up with that maybe he redrew a little bit differently that uh, might've been on point, maybe more on point than like what it, the image used to be. But uh, for the most part, I no, I don't think any of them are really that original. No, they're taking it from somewhere else and maybe they took a specific symbol or an image and turned it into something else, but it kind of looks the same or it means the same thing, but I don't think much of it's original at all. No. Right. So it's not like an inherently like Mason or OTO symbol. It's just an archetypal symbol that they're using in their own way. Yes, it, yes, yes, right. yes, yes. I mean, that even goes with, uh, just, you know, different um, spiritual paths or I, mean, I guess you call them religions like, you know, Egyptian, Babylon, Sumerian, Norse, I mean, they all have these, you know, Christianity, yes. they all have the same gods, just different names. Some of them might be a little bit more modest. Some might be pushed a little bit more in one direction, but they all kind of have the same personalities, just different extremes. See, and that's, that's a They're heresy. All the same to, shit. It's all the to... same shit. Yeah, and to Christians, that's a her heretical statement right. to say that they're all the same, just under different names. And it's like, no, they kind of are. I mean, if you look at, if you actually look into all these different religions and magical orders and everything, it's the same set of qualities, and they just call it something a little bit different. It it, yeah. it seems pretty simple, but it, you get uh, the more traditionalist, fundament, fundamentalist types, and they're like, no, 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 no. God is God because he's our God, and he's the best one. He's the best God ever. He's great. Well, yeah, it's their it's their idea that well, we know it's God because he wrote the Bible. Well, how do you know he wrote the Bible? Because the Bible told us he wrote it. Right. So he you're said he did. That you believe in a God from a book, but also believe that he wrote the book because the book that tells about him said he wrote it. Uh, I don't know about your circular logic, but to me, that kind of seems like a dead end in a circle. Um, this is the same way with Christianity saying uh, that astrology, astronomy 
uh, isn't, as a matter of fact, not just not connected, um, but actually paganism. And uh, obviously, after talking to Micah Dank and, and several other people, it's like, no, 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 those go hand in hand. There's something yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm going to say, say what the bad. I mean, I think the Bible is probably uh, the most occult fucking thing you could probably read. And it's I, I, up, I, mean, I think that will tell you everything. Everything that's going on, I think you can find out. In yeah, that. you think carving something into a chick's chest is bad? Go read half of the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah it's hey. pretty bad. It's, it's fucked uh, up. Christ. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Christ. Uh, that's what I've said before, though, a million times, is that the the Christian way of looking at the Bible, I don't think there's a problem with the Bible at all, any more than I think there's a problem with the Nag Hammadi or the Emerald right. Tablets or any of these old texts. There's something to be learned from them. But when, you, when oh. you're taking it the way that these fundamentalists take it, and no offense to anybody out there, Josh Monday is a great friend, I love him, but... It just seems like a lazy way of thinking. It's You're putting God in this little box of uh, qualities that you're like, this is God. This is what he did. Here's from A to B what happens, Alpha and Omega, and the end of the world, and then we go to heaven. It just, unless, Some people can yeah, take unless, it, though, and have their personal thing and, like, grow it in their own that's way. Fine. You know? No, no, that's well, like, I don't have a like problem Lindsay, with that. Like Lindsay from Rogue yeah. Nation, by the way. Shout out to her. Love her. Uh, you know, Jesus is a rad dude. He's one of the best allies to yeah. have on your side. Like, that, that kind of thinking, like, I get that people do that. The only thing I don't like is that if you're a Scientologist, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can can even say, yeah. I can even say from my own experiences with magic, I've actually come to have more respect and uh, uh, admiration for Jesus. Absolutely. He did miracles, man. Like no, I've said it before, on. Jesus is a cool cat. I have no problems with him. I have the, I have a problem with the people I that believe he uh, understood. follow him. <laughs> I think Jesus was real. Uh, I, when I did I will, my first, after we had that. Oh, God. My, <laughs> I, I think, in my opinion, I think he was, if he was real, um, he was definitely a, a, a serious fucking magician. And okay, I, sure. he, yeah. he, Read knew the Bible. And <laughs> he knew and understood magic and wasn't a piece of shit. Right. And I yeah. think that is the biggest thing a magician can learn from him. Well, it's like he uh, knew what he could have been. He, he knew and could have really had a completely different life. And he chose not to. He oh, wasn't a piece of shit with magic. That's what I want to talk to you about. Since you were in the uh, OTO, I had a kind of weird thing I was thinking about a couple weeks ago. I might have been drunk or something. But the uh, do you have any? <laughs> any uh, <laughs> maybe. Did you have any uh, experience with the Kabbalah? Because Jesus, yes, that's all it was. That's all it is. Okay, because Jesus well, seems so you, to me like the tenth Sephiroth, you know, like the beginning and the end. The tenth Sephiroth, from my understanding, is the be is the end, but it's also also the beginning of the next, you know, thing. I just had a weird epiphany. I couldn't put it into words. I was trying. Like the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> yeah, the Alpha, the Omega, beginning, um, end. You know. Um, Jesus is associated in, in the Kabbalah. He's associated with Tiferet, which would be uh, the Sun sphere. The middle. Um, the, is that the middle one? Yeah, and that's what magicians are aiming for. So I think you cannot go any farther and experience magic if you don't attain that. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that's, it more. That's where it's the just Christ, something I was that's where the Christ symbol, um, That's where Christ, uh, Jesus Christ, would be uh, considered there. A uh, God itself would be uh, at the top one, but that would be technically, I guess, one. Uh, ten. The ten Sephiroth would be Earth. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on which way you're counting, but if you're counting from the top down, uh, the first one would be, I guess, God, really. Um, and then the sixth one, it's the sun, would be Jesus. And then the earth is the tenth. Huh. Do they have symbols yeah. associated with them? 
Yeah. Yeah. They all have uh, symbols, God names, archangels, crystals, herbs, uh, sounds, um, letters from the Hebrew alphabet, uh, numerical value, shapes, <laughs> tons and tons of things. Crazy. Uh, so I hate to break it off here, but uh, OBS is doing that same thing where it's fucking up at about an hour. And I'm sure our stream's going to get cut off soon anyway. But the, the sound got choppy, OBS locked up, and I'm fucking annoyed because it does it's done this the last three fucking shows. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I don't even know if this last part recorded, but uh, thanks for joining everyone in the stream. I don't know what to tell you except... Sorry. Thanks for putting up with us. If you're in the stream, you always do. Yeah. So it's cool. If you're actually here, it. then you get it. Yeah. But thanks for joining us, dude. We'll, we'll catch you again because I want to do a, yeah. I want to get more in depth in the uh, Kabbalah stuff because I that's an area I'm lacking on. It's very, well, very difficult yeah. shit. You can hang maybe, out after uh, we end the stream, too, because then we yeah. can actually talk. Bring on Lux for the next one, at least, too. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. all ceremonial magic is all based on the Kabbalah anyway. Oh, it all is. I'd say about ninety percent of it has to. Yeah. I, I right, know. Man. That's cool. all right. All right, we'll stick around for a second. I'm gonna yeah. end the stream, then we'll say our our tatas. So thanks everybody for joining, and uh, yeah. we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>